0: Hellraiser Hell on Earth and Hellraiser Bloodline kicked off a new and different era of the franchise. With Clive's input slowly declining, the franchise is beginning to push in a different direction by owners Miramax. Clive's role will drastically reduce over the next two films before he's completely gone from the franchise by part seven. He'll be gone from the franchise for the next 20 years. But that's a story for our final episode. This episode, we are going to discuss Part 5, Inferno, Part 6, Hellseeker, and Part 7, Debtor. No one will claim these even hold a candle to the original, but maybe bringing back a familiar face can save a franchise destined for the straight-to-video market. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Serial Killer, the Hellraiser Franchise. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Horror Show. Show dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Hello, Joe. What's going on? Nothing. How are you?
1: <laughs> doing. Good. I'm doing good, man. Doing good. I'm. I'm riding high tonight. My my Giants won the first playoff game in <sighs>
0: fucking forever. God bless uh, them. God bless the Danny apologize. Legs. Uh uh i heard that's what they call him, legs legs is that a thing uh that's just some asshole that i'd fucking denny
1: Denny dimes
0: Uh, no they call him legs Legs. she was like go legs with like a picture of him and i was like oh all right cool we'll call him legs (laughs) and then i saw him rush maybe for a touchdown but then i think it got called back but uh they get called back yeah that that seemed to happen with you guys tonight. I, I only watched like a couple parts of it, but like there was an interception too and I was like, Oh, good for them. And then the next thing I knew, Minnesota had the ball back and I was like, What the fuck? Good
1: story of the I have <laughs> never relaxed during a Giants game in my entire life. It could be up by forty and you're still like sweating till the very end.
0: Fucking nuts. Uh well, good for you guys. I'm I'm proud of you. Proud of proud of you guys. I, I I'm gonna to – I'll hold back my comments on the Cowboys for now, but um if they win monday uh it would be so funny if the fucking giants beat them but that would be that's
1: yeah well Gi- giants got the eagles giants got the eagles next week
0: oh they don't so who wait do 40 not would 49ers play the cowboys yeah yeah oh i kind of fucking hate that
1: i know cuz the 49ers i don't think are that great they got rock right Brock, right like, right, right, way, right you know
0: Mm. fucking cow, uh, Sick. it doesn't matter somebody's gonna stuff. fucking lose the fucking dax gonna throw 18 picks and... i don't know man bucks aren't uh... i know but like this is what they do this is what they do every fucking year it's it, and, and everyone has to pretend like everyone has to worry for like a second about the cowboys and then the game starts and then they're like oh yeah oh yeah it's fine it's fucking fine we don't have to worry about this and then we'll get to listen to um all of their fans for the next uh offseason be like, this is the fucking year, guys. Insufferable. We got this indra- undrafted fucking running back. He's gonna be sick. Okay, cool. Uh it's it's not the it's not the Cowboys' fault. It's fucking Jerry Jones's fault. So uh we're here for Hellraiser though. I
1: think <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the horror show
0: football talk. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we've got serial killer part three. We're almost done. Boy, I cannot fucking wait for this to be over. (laughs) You know Uh, what?
1: You're not, you're not having fun.
0: You know what? I actually am having fun, but this week was like, so first of all, just for everyone listening, this this week's going to definitely be different than last, the last two weeks because, um, A, the movies are all the same at this point. So, so there's no reason to talk about them in depth. They're literally the same movie, just fucking swap out a few pieces, and and you have the same movie over and over. Um, but also, we did three, so we're not going to go through each movie individually as much as we did. We're just going to highlight um, so, what we're seeing in these. Um, but boy, this was this was interesting, and you, I feel like we're going to be on the same page here, maybe, because I want to I want to give it shit because. They're not great. They're not fucking great. And it's a shadow of what it was.
1: A shadow. A a shadow compared to the first two. Uh, And actually, it made me... I I changed my Hellraiser 3 rating by a half star because after watching it, I was like, you know what, Hellraiser 3 (laughs) is pretty fucking good. It's not that bad. It's not that bad at all. (laughs) But also, Um, these movies aren't... If these weren't direct-to-video and they had, like, proper studio backing... Correct. they, They... Especially that first one, uh, Hellraiser Inferno. Agree completely. I mean, Scott Scott Derrickson directed that.
0: That guy so goes went on to make fucking like he's like Doctor Strange.
1: Dude, yes, yes, Doctor Strange, Sinister Black Phone. So you could tell there's talent there, and that's probably just like a I don't want to say like a school film, but something that he did just to like bust up his talents, right?
0: Brush. up. It's his first feature fucking film. Is is fucking Inferno, and then he goes on to make. Exorcism of Emily Rose, Sinister, Deliver Us from Evil, Doctor Strange, and the fucking Black Phone, which is like... Yes. Fucking... It's a phenomenal fucking movie, and like... Yeah,
1: no, he's a talented guy.
0: Super fucking talented, and it's so funny, because they tried to get him back for debtor, and he was like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking pass on (laughs) that. (laughs) But... This this episode is actually titled, uh, which I normally name them afterwards to 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 um, Reagan's chagrin. Who's like, can you please just give me what the name of the fucking episode is? And I was like, I have to record it first. I don't. I just have to fucking sit there and think about it. Uh, I named it "Banned" because uh, the fucking sh- those fucking bloated corpse pieces of shit Weinstein brothers banned fucking clive barker from having any involvement in this to the point where like even when he wasn't banned from active production on it when when directors were like can i ask clive about this or can i um show this to clive to see what he thinks they were like do not show this to clive <laughs> so, so stupid that's fucking insane
1: <laughs> fucking weinstein
0: to fucking one movie that made fucking money <laughs> Is the one Clive makes, and then they're like, "Hey, to, leave that fucking piece of shit out of this. We got this. Make it like the fucking ring. It'll be fine. It's not fine." Bob and fucking fuckface. I don't know what the fucking is it. Bob, Bob Weinstein, Bob, Bob
1: and Harvey. That Bob, sounds right.
0: Yeah, Bob and fuckface. Um, they, they get the fuck out of here. These guys think that they're such hot fucking shit. You said it. You said it like last week. You were like, "These guys will get involved in fucking everything." they do man like it's so evident in this where they're just like yeah why don't you change the why 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 the fuck would you need to do that why why?" yeah can you just let anyone do their fucking job like how how do they think that they're fucking masterminds all this shit is direct to video
1: all of it the fuck does it matter and there's one of these that, that somebody on the set actually showed Clive, and Clive's yes. like, you know what, this isn't that bad. And then the wine scenes were like <laughs> they changed it anyway. So when Clive saw the final product, he's like, yeah, this isn't. isn't
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I think Clive was like, hey, can you just like change X, Y, and Z? And the guy was like, yeah, dude, for sure. And then the wine scenes were like, nah, we're good. It's fucking fine. <laughs> it's not. Well, the
1: fun- <laughs> dude, the funny thing about this is like I I I think it's the case for all three of them, but the first two definitely. And I keep saying first two, part five and part six, right? Were scripts. <laughs> Holy shit! You hear that voice crack? <laughs> there were scripts. <laughs> Fucking puberty snuck up on me. Uh there were scripts for different movies entirely that were just hanging around the studio, and then they felt that they could crowbar the Hellraiser and Pinhead. Uh, I can't talk to that. I'm all jacked up from the Giants game. Hellraiser and Pinhead. They could. They could put into them.
0: Yeah, and and I'm very drunk. So it. And and allegedly allegedly that's what happened but it's for sure the case because if you <laughs> watch these movies you're like oh this is a ripoff." well not a ripoff. this is in the same vein as Saw this is in the same vein as Seven this is in they were making other movies like these scripts were yeah. capitalizing on other shit and then you could tell that they were like can you just throw Pinhead in that because like only in the last 30 minutes does Pinhead show up to be like Hey, it's me again, and it makes no fucking sense.
1: Pinhead in Inferno had two and a half minutes of screen time, and in part six had five minutes of screen time. That's fucking which, crazy. Which it is crazy. I didn't actually mind it because that's no. how he is in the first one. Correct. He is not the focal point. Then they kind of made the Hellraisers into a creature feature starring Pinhead. Correct. And now this I mean they they did kind of go back to the, the essence of the film and the story in these making it about torture and pain and suffering and, you know, being a piece of shit and having all these desires. I did not. Again, I'll say none of these movies are good. I did not hate part five and part six part.
0: Part seven was a little fucking weird, but I still didn't fucking hate it. Like I did. I didn't fucking hate it. <laughs> I did I didn't hate part Carrie, Carrie, Carrie,
1: I don't know how to say her name. She's a, she's a Connecticut legend, though. Uh, she acts really good in that, that yeah. one. She, she, like, carries that. Oh. She does. But it was mostly... It, it, it's a very by-the-numbers horror movie at that point.
0: But the other two are fine. The well, by-the-numbers two- by the because they just did it three times. Like, the first... It's <laughs> yeah. all the same fucking movie. That's actually my biggest issue, is that it's... Five, six, and seven are the same fucking movie, but just plugging in new characters in, like, similar situations. Like, five... Five is the one with the cop, right? Yeah, five is the cop. Yeah,
1: dude, the fake David Boreanaz, <laughs> dude. dude. And then Unbelievable six, how much he looks like.
0: And then six and seven should be cop movies, but then they're not cops. It's just somebody playing a different position, but they're being a cop. they're investigating Pinhead. Like it's fucking weird. Like one's a journalist, and then the other one is what's the other one? Oh, the other one is somebody
1: <laughs> the other one he's just an office he's one.
0: just yeah he's just i don't fucking know fucking mess all right marry fuck kill inferno hell seeker or deader, go
1: <laughs> oh, okay um you, you actually actually i like that and i think that's a clear-cut answer you marry inferno because it yep. has it has everything that it takes to like make a good movie yeah except for a good lead uh you fuck the long Allstate commercial that is Hellseeker. <laughs> and because that's the guy who plays the Mayhem, right? Yes, Mayhem is in Hellseeker. <laughs> uh, and then you, you
0: kill Detter. I, I I agree completely with that ranking. Detter was the only one where I was like, what the fuck? I, I honestly have no idea what the fuck happens in debtor. Like, debtor was, debtor was something else. And the fact that Detter dude, the fact that Debtor was like a thing, like not just a title, like, there was like the yeah, the, the, the debtor people <laughs> Dude, the debtor people. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like I I would have been debtor is the dumbest fucking name. And I thought it was just like <laughs> I thought it was just like pinhead debtor. Like fucking what's Dracula yeah. Dead and Loving It or whatever it was. Like I,
1: I thought it was like, yeah. Dumb and dumber.
0: <laughs> like I thought die it was hard, like die hard. pinhead debtor. And I was like, that's dumb, but, like, whatever, it's fine. But, like, to find out that there's, like, the debtors, the debtors, I was <laughs> debtors like, society, all right, yeah. I'm out, man. Like, fuck this. This sucks. <laughs> yeah.
1: That one was, like, uh, 8 millimeter. So, you know, they're trying to, somebody tried to write a script it. like that.
0: You could yeah. feel it. You could feel. It. Although the Weinsteins were like, hey, let's make uh, the ring. Hey, guys, you fucking did not do that. So, congratulations. <laughs> sometimes dead you imagine debtor.
1: pitching a movie to those two fat idiots. and be like, Hey, this is going to be like eight millimeter. And then they're like, you know what? I like it, but we're also going to make it like the ring and put pinhead in it. And it'll be a Hellraiser movie. <laughs> we're going to make Wait, it no. like the
0: ring and pulse, but also we're going to delay production. Cause we're making a remake of pulse, which will satisfy our pulse craving. But anyway, just aim for the, aim for that <laughs> fucking dickheads. Those guys should be fucking, hung in a public square anyway hey (laughs) no no one can fucking complain about that um (laughs) i do agree right like fucking like i'm safe i'm safe there um but they were trying to make hellraiser stick in the 2000s huh like these are this is 2000 right Er, (laughs) or yeah uh 2000 2000, 2002
1: 2005 yeah
0: so they were like it's
1: funny to be like hey you know what the you know what the world's clamoring for right now three three new hell movies
0: in five years and like clearly in the hopes that it'll like continue and it, it does not but um and i also love that they filmed which we'll talk about towards the end but they filmed debtor and hell world at the same time yeah. yep. bro like when people do that with like major movies people are like hey what if it bombs like, like wait what if the hobbit doesn't work out like what if people don't like the part one like and you're doing that with fucking debtor a hellraiser debtor you're like we'll film two at the same time it'll be great like
1: what who's yeah who's fucking thinking? rick rick boda directed Hellseeker, seeker debtor and Hellworld, and
0: real. he did all three he did Hellseeker too right
1: well, he did, he did Hellseeker, Debtor, and the one that we're doing for yes. the live oh, show
0: next okay. week. Okay, okay. Scott yeah, yeah, Derrickson yeah. did, so he, did he does three in a row. But also, one of those is the one that, um, what's his name tonight? <laughs> <Denied. laughs> part six is the one he, five, we did five, six, and seven. Oh, seven is the one he was like, yeah, no, I'm out. Scott Derrickson. They tried to bring him back for seven. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fucking good fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> Could you imagine thinking you're going to land him again after you made him fucking rewrite the end of his own fucking movie and refilm it? Like, Yeah, Weinsteins, I'll be right there, you fucking disgusting. It, fuck.
1: He's already like in production for Exorcism of Emily Rose, so he's probably like, yeah, I've, I've made it. I did my dirt.
0: Hey, like, I'm working with people back that know this? what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? I wrote the fucking thing and they fucking were like, that's great. and and guess what that was the end of it uh i didn't have to re-film anything at the end or after wes craven
1: makes nightmare on elm street be like you want to come back for a deep throat part two of
0: course not wes craven the world's most famous porn producer um and yeah the weinsteins hold a grudge they ban clive barker from the set um and uh explicitly tell everyone kind of not to uh, reach out to him, which is just so fucking crazy because they weren't even, they had no skin in the game, even in the original. So it's also very odd. Pinhead, uh,
1: Doug, Doug Bradley, like childhood friends. Of course he's going to reach out to him. What the fuck are you talking about? No, I mean, they made people sign a gag order on uh, part six And Ashley Lawrence immediately broke it and talked to Fangoria.
0: (laughs) Dude, dude, gag orders. And like, they weren't releasing it to the critics. They like, they wouldn't show critics the film, which. Understandable. Understandable. (laughs) But like, what are you trying to, it's going to come out. Like, like, do you think there's going to be a buy the first day of this fucking straight to video fucking Hellraiser? Like.
1: Putting a gag order on a straight to video release, which you it's know is going nuts. to be a straight to video release, is nuts. It's fucking crazy. Can't, it's the public care about this? <laughs> what? We're <laughs> gonna lose money in the box office. We're talking about,
0: dude. And 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 I just want to say for younger listeners of the show, which we do have, which is crazy. Straight to video is not like straight to video and. 2023 or straight to streaming in 2023 straight to video back then you kind of fucking ignored like dude remember like disney would do straight to video sequels to some of their movies It'd be like lion king 3 and like, it was like not even canon it was like they made it disney fucking made it produced it sent it out but it was like not considered like you did not actually factor that into the story No, yeah it was crazy like straight to video just meant like this is a cash grab
1: Exactly.
0: It's a it's a cash grab.
1: And uh, no, this is not. A, I don't know how they're making money off these.
0: Dude, that's all I could think about with this. Because Inferno, more like in Finger, all, all the fucking movie talks about is fucking fingers constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Insane.
1: What a pun! What a dude, pun! Uh, in Finger.
0: <laughs> dude, I've never seen more finger talk in my fucking life. It fucking. Uh, 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 fucking to be ugly. clear,
1: Sean's not talking about the sex act. He's talking about no,
0: adaption. no, literally just constantly cut off fingers everywhere in the fucking movie, and talking about how they're fucking. Oh, this one's fucking soft. That means it was cut off when it was fucking fresh. Okay, what, what does this have to do with the fucking movie? That
1: that guy, <laughs> that cop. M- <laughs> Bare hands, so much evidence. There's always decapitated body parts, <laughs> and he did, and and his police work is him just like squeezing a uh, a severed finger and be like, oh, this is this is fresh. Look how squishy it is.
0: Which, are, <laughs> which he learned like. Twenty minutes earlier in the movie, from an autopsy guy who was like, "See this? It's not hard. That means it's like it was cut off while they were alive." So then he goes to a crime scene and does it with no fucking gloves.
1: No on. gloves on, <laughs> squeezing. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we, uh, can we talk about that cast for a second? Because that, that cast, like said, is that, guy is, that guy is, that guy's a fake David Boreanaz. He looks just like him. Yes, uh, and we also get Nick Totoro. Who's John Turturro's brother? Correct. They were born pretty close in age. They were raised in the same, <laughs> you know, family, same city. Nicholas Turturro is ten thousand times more Italian than his brother. <laughs> he is <laughs> the most uh, Brooklyn Italian man I have ever witnessed.
0: And he's such an amazing character actor. He's been in so much. Like if you if you guys see him, you'll be like, honestly, seeing him in this. I was like, this. I mean. I- based on nothing other than, like, I just know the guy's face. I was like, this must be one of his earlier movies, because, like, I know this guy. He was in Black Klansman, like, kind of recently. He looks identical to himself at this point in his life. And I was like, oh, my God, this must be one of his earlier movies. But, yeah, um, John Turturro's brother. And uh, he, when you see him, you'll be like, oh, I, I know this guy. Like, he he's everywhere. But so much more of a Brooklyn Italian than, than John is. Like, John is... I mean, I guess it's because John can play whatever he wants to play. Right? <laughs> Cause so. John's a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So He just plays whoever the fuck John. Fun fact. He got into bowling because of the big Lebowski. Like he actually went bowling to like get ready for it. You can still find him at, like, a lot of, like, the Lucky Seven lanes in, like, uh, Brooklyn and New York City because he fucking is obsessed with bowling ever since he filmed that. He fucking loves it. He's, like, a regular at any bowling alley you can find him at. Like, he fucking loves it. Um, Nick. Hey, well, here's a Nicholas tutorial.
1: Nick is not Nick. Nick talks. I mean, he's not acting. That's how he talks.
0: That's correct. He does that
1: in every role. But he talks like he's doing... A, a parody of a brooklyn italian does it, every stereotype you've ever heard of some guy just be like hey, us, that's, that's us, how he
0: talks. us us doing us doing any movie that takes place in brooklyn hey. He he does it in this. He does it in this 100%. It's like, hey, what you here's fucking a, doing?
1: Here's a fun Nicholas Taturo fact. Uh, he was – this is on his Wikipedia page. In 1983, he was employed as a doorman for a Manhattan apartment building where Billy Joel resided at the time. Totoro's job was to rank all the women Billy Joel brought home by holding up his fingers. Joel's soon-to-be wife, Christine Brinkley, was the only one to get ten fingers twice. <laughs> what a fucking biography. <laughs> a little punchy Italian in the door, just holding up fingers as to what he rates Are, are,
0: are you- it, it, like, you would trust that motherfucker, like... <laughs> Hey, hey, Nick, everyone's a fucking 10, FYI, for you. Like, let's be let's <laughs> fucking real. Like, let's be fucking real. And also, oh, dude, also, you know, growing up in
1: a very Italian family, he's rating everyone a 10. If. It wouldn't <laughs> right, matter what they right, look right. like. <laughs> every time. <laughs> <laughs> every time. Hey, Billy, hey, I got you. And, you know, and that is... As discreet as he would be too For sure Good Screaming God. that And the girl would be like Why is that man and, doing that?
0: And by the way 100% unsolicited by Billy Joel Like I, I'm sure Billy Joel Was just like walking in with women And fucking John was just being like Hey Billy Hey Billy It's a fucking 10 Hey That's exactly what happened And Billy's like Uh thanks man Like Every woman was probably felt so great walking into Billy Joel's fucking office cuz fucking this guy is just giving everyone hey <laughs> fucking idiot. That's actually a fucking great story. Um cuz that's that's 100% how he behaves. Uh James Remar's in this one too. Yes. Uh I did not recognize him. I heard his voice and I was like that sounds like fucking James Remar, but that's not James Remar. And then I, I looked it up obviously and I was like that that's fucking James Remar.
1: Yeah.
0: Doing the old How, uh only,
1: only film he's ever been in where he doesn't look exactly like himself. Oh, he
0: looks like himself in the <laughs> two, Warriors and Dexter, one. you know. This is the only one where he decided by the way, this is what, 2000 we said? Or Yeah. Uh, year two thousand, he decides to do his uh Rob Zombie Loomis uh long long air wig impression. Uh, hey, I'm young. I'm young again. <laughs> All right, James. But uh he, he he looks he looks fine. And you got Craig uh, Sheffer, who is in Nightbreed and Fire in the Sky, and he's our he's our lead, and I can't stand this fucking guy's face. I hate this guy's face so fucking much. This is a vintage horror show, uh yeah, talking about I, a man's face. I knew face. you were gonna say that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't even think about it until just now. But that guy's fucking face is just fucking unreal. Like it's a fucking clay face, man. Like, get the fuck out of here. This is fucking <laughs> There's gotta be a handsomer man that you can cast as a as a cop. Come on. Uh, originally intended to be called uh, Hellfire, Hellraiser Hellfire, cool name. Um, the original writer saw Kirsty Cotton fighting a cult, trying to unleash the Leviathan and the Cenobites. I love that concept. Bring it back. Yeah, do that. Love that concept. They kinda go that route with Detter, but not quite. Um, cool concept. But then also the climax of that movie was going to be that uh, the lament configuration fucking swallows London. Which <laughs>
1: uh, bring, do it somebody somebody take note.
0: Somebody swallows London. Um, and and Clive, this is the this is the movie where Clive was like, "Hey, I'm willing to come on as a producer. I'll come help." like help you guys through it and these fucking worthless corpses of humans the Weinstein's were like, "Uh, no, you're banned from the fucking production. Banned from the production, banned from having any fucking contact with anyone on the production." So, good for them. They showed they showed they showed us with this fucking movie. Um and again, like you mentioned Doug claims the script was not a Hellraiser script, but was rewritten to kind of include Hellraiser. And I, I believe that this was, Oh yeah. Yeah. This was seven. This was, uh, you, you said another title that was like similar to it. Um, I forget what, but it it, it was very in the vein of like those 2000 horror movies. And then they clearly just crammed fucking pinhead into it. Uh, released October 3rd, 2000. Uh, was there anyone else in this that, that was worth talking about or no?
1: No, nah, I don't believe so.
0: Well, it it's about a cop. This is a this is the story. Dude, and I said it to you even before I actually watched this movie. It it the synopsis read like Saw. Yeah, but it came out 4 years before. 4 years before and as I watched it, I was like, this is fucking Saw. Like this is this is like and maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe 7 or another movie that I'm not thinking of actually set up saw and this movie ripped that off. But to me, this is like, this is, this was saw, like this was a cop chasing a somewhat supernatural figure and like not understanding what it is. And, and it's not very, it's not in the vein of Hellraiser at all.
1: At all. It's more like fallen now that I think about it. Fallen is a great uh,
0: fallen is a great one. Like that was this age, right? Like ninety-eight to like two thousand two was like these like almost procedurals that had these like horror elements like thrown into it. And and that's what we're gonna see for the next three movies. They're they're essentially the same, honestly, because they're all in line with that, where it's somebody not familiar with it that gets thrown into the world of it, but it's also not quite. Hellraiser until Pinhead shows up with thirty minutes left, uh, and that—that's the name of all of these movies. Um, so it's—it's kind of interesting. So
1: I—I I love that the cop in this one—he uh, loves puzzles, dude. And you—you you learn this because it starts off with him playing a game of chess in the middle of a basketball <laughs> court. He is on the sideline. He's not like I, they could at least make. Even if they made him somewhat far off the court, I mean Could that's a weird place to play chess, right? But <laughs> if you can put him in the bleachers, I'd be like, all right, that's fine. He is, that ball will fuck up that table or hit their heads at any given time. Why are He's they literally there?
0: right there? Why are they even <laughs> there? I, I think they wrote in that like he somehow is involved in the basketball game. Why are we involved? Why are we doing I, that? I, that's so much work. That's so much extra fucking work. Just put him at a fucking park. He's playing the professor at a school. Who's James Just primo.
1: have him just have him do crossword puzzles. <laughs> like
0: uh, Which they do the, th- throughout the rest of the fucking movie because fucking Nick Tutoro's like, what's a five letter word for uh postal service? And he's like, Hey James, you fucking you fucking idiot <laughs> Or not James, sorry. Uh whatever Nick Tutoro's name His is name's Tony. Tony. His name's Tony Tony's Tony. Oh yeah, t- yeah. Tony Tony, Tony Maroney or whatever the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Nanoni. Na- wait, Nanoni. Yes, Nanoni.
1: <laughs> the most idiot cops ever, too. Because at one point, he's talking about a palindrome, and Tony's like, Hey, what the fuck is that? you making fun of me? <laughs> yeah, because yeah,
0: cause <laughs> the cop is like, Tony, you're a fucking palindrome. Which no one would ever state it <laughs> like that. Like, somebody would just be like, hey, did you know your name's a palindrome? Which Tony's not a
1: palindrome. I don't know why you say that. He was talking about
0: Bob. No, no, he's he talking Bob. about his last name. He's talking about his last name. Cause they made him they made Tony Nenone spell his last name 14 times. Yeah. Oh yeah. But <laughs> I don't I, I don't think it is. Dude, how can you get Nenone into a palindrome?
1: Dude, it dude, I wrote it down. You're right. Cause it's uh it's N-E-N-O-N-E-N. Neno- so uh,
0: Nenone. Yeah. Okay, well, that's not how. it's no. not a fucking real name. That's not a real fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, And then Tony's just
1: like, oh, you mean like Bob? Uh, is that one? Yeah. Tony, Tony. The, the cop's
0: like, hey, fuck forty you, years hey, old, Tony. Hey, you fucking yeah, that's the right one, buddy. The fuck are you guys doing? Fucking, you. you're a palindrome. You're is, a palindrome.
1: <laughs> That is dialogue in a Hellraiser movie.
0: That is true dialogue. That is true dialogue. Poor Doug Bradley uh, is having has had Clive craft his fucking words exquisitely in the last few movies, and then and now somebody who's naming characters Tony Nenone <laughs> <laughs> it is it is his uh, is his is his new fucking author. It's fucking heartbreaking. <laughs> Absolutely, and dude, you can actually you. There's elements to this more than just the police aspect that that remind me of Saw, which is, um, they do like zoom ins on like the cop's face, like the the cop goes to a crime scene and um, where he's like, by the way, I knew this guy from fucking high school, shut, shut, dude.
1: Not, not only. When he gets to the scene, he's like, I knew this guy. I went to high school with him. So you would think he's going to tell, like,
0: you know, Something. a heartwarming
1: memory. He's like, I used to bully the fuck out of that guy until he quit. His, until he quit every sport that he played and left forever. Like, what?
0: Dude, absolutely. It's so fucking bizarre. It's so fucking bizarre. Hang on. Um, sorry, my somebody from my office was texting me. Um, no, it, it's so fucking weird. He, he has no reaction to this being his... Somebody from his high school. Because, like, Tony Nenoni is like, oh, man, so that, that sucks, doesn't it? And he's like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, yeah. He's like, I hated that guy. Yeah, the, guy, I mean, the guy's I mean, a fucking like, oh. weirdo. The guy fucking, he fucking did weird shit. He was into weird shit. Fucking take, take, take it easy. <laughs> you solve puzzles. Uh, but this
1: guy, uh, he has the lament configuration. He
0: also has a child's finger and a candle. He does. Which is our first finger of the movie, but not the, but far from the last uh, child finger in the movie, um, and that's that's when it zooms in because he's like, that's a fucking kid's finger, and it does that like weird saw grainy zoom in of like, I don't think they actually zoomed in on set; they zoomed in in post, right? Like they just like zoomed into the shot, um, so you see that. He gets the Lament Configuration, like you said. Of course he fucking solves it, because...
1: The Lament Configuration gets easier to... solve. That was my complaint
0: with every sequel so far. Always. It gets easier with each film. In Debtor, they don't even solve it. They just throw it, and it just solves itself.
1: Throw it, and it opens and solves itself. And unleashes.
0: And closes itself at the end of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought was phenomenal i was just like you know what fuck it like they're just like we're out of time pinhead's gotta go back (laughs) that colt could have
1: literally just touched it and opened it and accomplished their goal right and at the end she throws it and it hits the ground and opens they're like
0: nah dude it opens and then i mean we'll get to it but it closed fucking insane it's fucking insane what happens um so he is he of course solves the puzzle and uh Uh, We get two freak-ass twins here. uh, New Cenobites, these weird-ass twins, faceless. Very, like, Slenderman-esque.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Kind of like that, like, no, not a single wrinkle, not a fucking eye, just a mouth uh, on the thing. Um, But it's twins. And they stick their fucking... And so, these movies change Hellraiser lore pretty significantly because from this movie on most of the shit that happens is is in a dream. Yes, nothing is real, <laughs> like which lowers the stakes significantly. Um most of these movies are just dreams of the shit that happens. So, all three of them are. Right. And so these twins show up and they start like you know making out with him, which, fingering his flesh, and yeah, and then they stick their fucking hands in his chest, which is like, oh, that's sick, that's crazy, because he's like into it, and he's like, it's pain but pleasure. Okay, I'm on board. Uh, but then he wakes up and it's like, oh, that was fucking weird. Wait, what? The fuck? Are we? Is this real or not? Like, we've just built up Pinhead for the last however many movies, four movies, as like, oh, this guy's fucking real. Not only is he real, he'll show up to real life and fucking kill cops, (laughs) like. Yes. uh, But in this and and moving forward, he is—he's Freddy, right? Like less than Freddy. Even he—he—he's coming into your dreams and, um, how like? I mean, he's useless. he's He's useless. Absolutely useless. He's fucking useless. He's coming into your dreams and scaring you, and that's it. And, like, you wake up being like, holy moly, that was spooky. And then that's, I mean, that, dude, now that we're talking about this, uh, all
1: Pinhead does is waste time. Because at the oh end of God. each of these movies, he's like, by the way, it was me the whole time in your dreams. And now I'm just going to take you to hell. And he does. Which Why did he just do that in the first place?
0: Because this is just, like, not... Dude, I can't wait to talk about Six. Because Ashley's... Come back and how she resolves this is so, dude. It is the most pinhead shit ever. Ever. It's the most pinhead shit ever. When she's like, Listen, I know you want to, dude. I've never seen somebody happier to kill her. He's like, Oh, I can't wait. I've been waiting to kill you, Kirsty, for fucking decades. And she's like, Wait one second. (laughs) <laughs> brought back the bargaining, dude. The, <laughs> dude, <laughs> Kirsty's bargaining skills are. Bar- bring this woman anywhere you can if you're buying something because I do, she's going you fucking I don't know she, she's not that g- I think it's more
1: this pinhead is a fucking sucker because like you said he's like I have been waiting in eternity in hell <laughs> to, to find you again and she's just like hey wait I have a proposal and he's like I'm all ears let me hear me hear. You, <laughs> hey, you tell me what you want to do girl because her proposal has nothing to do like at least in the first one Uncle Frank escaped him right correct. so there's some motivation correct like i can see penhead be like okay you know what that guy i do got, got one over on me that
0: guy. i gotta get that guy give back. him
1: back yeah. yeah we'll strike it again. anything that she bargains with him from there on it's <laughs> complete he has nothing to gain from that
0: i mean even to you have uh what's her name the the stepmom uh the mom. yeah um julia julia at least julia again I mean, it was a rerun of the first one, so Bennett should have been like, all right. fine with it. I'm but fine at least he's it. like, all right, yeah, Julia sucks too. I'll grab Julia from you. Fair trade. Let's fucking go. You can go. make a
1: case for <laughs> yeah, anything after yeah, that.
0: Yeah. This one, she's just like, I can get you fucking bodies. <laughs> like, and he's like, whoa, all right. <laughs> that sounds fucking good. Is it Tone Nanone? And she's like, no. And he's like, all right, that's fine. It's still fine. <laughs> <laughs> Hate that guy's name. Uh we got chatterbox back a little bit, half a chatterbox. No, no, no we don't.
1: <laughs> He's two arms and a head. And, and, and chattering a mouth.
0: <laughs> uh can I tell you something? All I want is the original fucking centibites back that's like why are they why are they gone i don't know because they get they literally like come so close to bringing him back where you're like you see chatterbox's mouth and you're like chatterbox yes. is back yes. and then, then right. it's just him on his fucking arms it's and two you're like arms <laughs> two arms and then and then in another one
1: it's like todd browning's freaks but chatterbox
0: right and then exactly and then you have I forget whether it's six or seven, but one of them has, I think, a female Cenobite who looks very similar, but, like, not quite. Yeah. And then you also have, like, a very similar to, um, what did they call the big one? Butter, Butterball? Butterball. <laughs> okay. I didn't, I didn't want to say that. And be like, no, Sean, you're just calling him Butterball. Uh, yeah, Butterball, Cenobite. He, he has, like, a very similar, like, a doppelganger type fucking character where you're, like oh is that butterball and then it's not it's not and it's like just fucking bring him back dude like i'm so sick of these fucking half-ass fucking centibites but
1: remember when they were gonna make butterball the lead like like dude he was the engineer right
0: yes (laughs) (laughs) imagine that fucking thing
1: (laughs) (laughs) this one uh Part five, we get two Kung Fu sheriff.
0: Yo, that centibites. was, why did that fucking happen? Why did that fucking happen? Martial artist sheriffs that, and again, this is all dreams. So it's like, it, 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 it makes no fucking sense. It, it, it's, it's, it's nightmare on Elm street. Cause this cop is just having dreams and visions of these things. And, and, and they're the Cenobites, but they're not. And they can't really do shit to him. They don't do anything to him. Um, yeah. And, and the cop is... Uh, I, I don't want to call him a dirty cop. The synopsis calls him a dirty cop. No, he's a dirty cop, dude. <laughs> dude. He, I mean, he's a piece of shit, but like... He's a piece of
1: shit, but... Yeah, yes. For sure, dude.
0: I dude, mean, he frames he is, Tony Minos. Ob- dude, he, <laughs> is, he is
1: framing people. He is obstructing uh, evidence. He... I mean, he loves prostitutes. He loves drugs. He
0: fucking so, loves yeah. prostitutes. Uh, but like Tony Baloney is like Tony. Tony Baloney is just like, uh, like his only friend. And he's he fucking frames Tony Baloney for the fucking murder of a prostitute that they could have both gotten away with if they followed his plan, which is he goes to bed with a prostitute, wakes up. She's asleep. He leaves. When he comes back, she's fucking dead in so it's supposed to be in a hellraiser way but it's not at all she's just fucking dead in the shower um and he calls tony monone no and tony's like hey man that sounds (laughs) really fucking bad and he's like listen i know just help me clean up and like i didn't do it so like help me clean up and we'll just like bury this we'll call it in it'll be fine and tony's like oh man like That's fucked, but all right, I'll do it. And then he fucking frames Tony by putting his cigarettes and like a fucking lighter in there. And then Tony's like, hey, man, you just tried to fucking frame me. And he's like, hey, listen, guy, like, it's fine. I'm just going to say you got stressed. You smoked a cigarette. You dropped the cigarettes. Hey, fucking. I don't even know the cop's name in this, but hey, motherfucker. You'd get arrested so fucking fast if that was your story. Like, they would not even think it was Tony. They'd be like, this dude is making weird shit up right now. Like, this is not Tony. This is for sure this fucking guy. Um, And speaking of Saw, you get VHS evidence in this. Like, VHS, like, a VHS storyline of some guy getting whipped and chained. Also, Made in 2000 doesn't look a year after 95. (coughs) Right? Am I insane? No. It looks terrible.
1: I mean, that's why it's a direct to to video.
0: Well, that's true. That's true. Uh, And we see a character that we've never met, a Cenobite with a purple tongue, who will come into um, our cop's... uh, What is the cop's name? Can somebody fucking give me...
1: Detective Thorne. It's Detective Thorne.
0: Detective Thorne. What a fucking name. Uh... Detective Thorne keeps having visions of this faceless ghoul with a giant purple tongue. It will come into play. Um, It's licking fingers. It's cutting fingers off. It's doing all sorts of things. But we don't know what it is yet. We will find out a little later down the line. Um, So many. Oh, and by the way, Detective Thorne is narrating this entire thing and inner monologues the entire fucking thought the entire fucking time. And it's all about kids' fingers and kids dying. Dude, it's like the heaviest, somehow the heaviest, least heaviest Hellraiser movie of all time.
1: Yeah, he he is you know he's essentially he gets the name The Engineer. He thinks the engineer is a serial killer, and he is that that is the police work that he's doing. He's trying to get closer and closer to who the engineer is. They bring back the bondage theme. He goes to like the you know the pier- the piercing and tattoo places, uh, but they kind of half-ass it.
0: Oh yeah, it, literally everything is half-assed about this, and like everything is following like a script from again like, even though I'm giving them the credit of giving saw the. The, the answers. It's really that they're copying shit from the nineties, right? They're copying Brad Pitt. They're copying like James yeah, Remar, of
1: the Lambs copycat,
0: right? James Remar is doing his Brad Pitt impression. The long hair, the fucking goatee, like it, it's fucking weird as fuck. Dude, those cowboys, those fucking martial artist cowboys you talked about, they have Glocks in their fucking hand. It's the fucking weirdest fucking thing of all time. Um, but there are some cool effects. There's like the hospital scene that has some cool, really cool effects in it. Um, but I do think from from here to seven, five, six, seven, from five to seven, the effects drop off like pretty significantly to the point where they're literally only doing the the chain pull apart scene every movie
1: every it's, everyone is the jesus wept one
0: that's that's all they do and like by 7 that's like the only like real kill in 7 and you're like oh <laughs> that's we, the last 5 minutes that was the payoff we've been waiting for is jesus wept again like come the fuck on what are we fucking doing um and but in this one we get a little bit of a groundhog day uh concept here where the cop is constantly reliving this day, right? It's the same day? Yeah, because he keeps like, he wakes up, like, so he gets, he wakes up and his wife is like, hey, there's somebody called the engineer that's visiting your mom in the hospital. He goes to the hospital and he fucking dies and then he wakes up to his wife being like, hey, your mom got a call from the fucking hospital. It's the engineer is visiting her. And he's like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then he goes, but this time it's like Tony Nanone gets caught. Um, And then another time his wife gets caught and they shatter to pieces on the pillar because they're made of ice. And then for whatever reason, James Remar is the engineer, which for a minute, like, and as we've talked about, the engineer was the name of Pinhead.
1: Yes, yes. And and uh, Detective Thorne is going to therapy this whole time, talking about his hallucinations. Correct. And With that's when...
0: James Remar? <laughs> right,
1: right. James Remar is is his therapist. James
0: Remar is a therapist, a priest, and a chess player in this, FYI. He just... All three of them. But uh, yeah, he's his therapist. But it turns out James Remar is the engineer, a.k.a. Pinhead. Pinhead. So James and Remar morphs into Pinhead, which is great. <laughs> really, really fucking sells you on it. Oh, and by the way, and this is this is what Pinhead will do in every fucking movie. I'm so excited to talk about it for three times in a row. Pinhead will every single time he gets found out will be like, which by the way, like in this one, yeah, I think they did open the. The the lament configuration. But in the other two, they do not. But Pinhead shows up anyway. Pinhead In this one, he opens it. Like, he takes
1: the box at that first crime right. scene. And he opens it. And that's why the, here, Pinhead's like, oh, by the way, it's been me the whole time. And you've been in the Cenobite realm ever since he opened it right. in that first scene. Which... We were saying before, why is Pinhead doing this? Why? Why are you pretending to be cosplaying as a fucking therapist?
0: Just can't. He's already in your realm. What are you? What are you doing? It's fucking psychotic. It's fucking nuts. And then, but then Pinhead will also be like, "But by the way, I'm also not the guy killing the kids." <laughs> and this is a theme throughout all three movies. And 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 the cop's like, "Well, well who is it?" And he's like. Well, he's in the room, but he's not me. And then we have to sit there for 20 minutes while the guy figures out it's him. <laughs> it's him. It's him. It's not actually kids that he's killing. It's himself. It's the personification
1: <laughs> of his innocence, which every time he like has sex with a prostitute or does blow or covers up or frames somebody, he's chopping off a finger of his innocence. It's like the Horcruxes from Harry Potter, right? He's creating the his own innocence. Horcruxes.
0: It's fucking the weirdest shit. And then we have to go through his visions of his mom with no eyeballs, dead prostitutes talking to him, Tony Baloney throwing knives at him, the weird fucking ice cream guy who, like, I don't even fucking know what the fuck that guy's deal is, but he he shows up ready to whip him. Um, and, and we have these new Cenobites who... I, I do think they're creepier. They're creepier because they have no eyes whatsoever. Um but less threatening, if that makes sense. Like they're creepy, but not threatening. Like they're just like ah, uh, they're scary to look at. But you're like you wouldn't be like that thing is going to kill me. That shit can't fucking see you. So what does it matter? Um. And and you know, hell, uh, pinhead says it's all a puzzle, isn't it, Joseph? And uh, they chain his face up as expected. Pinhead says, welcome to hell. And uh, they rip his fucking face apart. <laughs> Which, As honestly,
1: at that point, I'd be like, this is way better than having the fucking cosplay with you. Go, go, go fake therapy sessions with you. Oh, absolutely.
0: I'd be like, thank God. But <laughs> unlike every other movie that was real, and that's what you did, you died. Uh, he wakes up fine next to the lament configuration in the bathroom where his prostitute is still alive. So he thinks, okay, I've survived. Uh, that was just my punishment ghost Christmas past or whatever the fuck. Um, he leaves thinking, thinking it was all a dream or whatever. And he's back in groundhog day. Cause he gets the same call from the prostitute. Who's like, help me. I'm dying. Um, goes back. Uh, Oh wait, no, he kills himself in that moment. He's like, he shoots himself in the face at the police department, wakes up again in the bathroom in the lament configuration, um, and that's the end of that movie. So, he's the, gonna do it for eternity. The, is- that's his punishment. That's fucking hell. Different than every other Hellraiser we've ever seen, um, not quite the pain and punishment storyline we're used to. Um, and it ends with like the most sensual 90s house and I've fucking ever heard in my life. <laughs> So it's not good, but it's not as bad. It's really not as that it bad. Could have been, yeah. What did you? What would you rank that? Rank it compared to the other ones. We no, should like say out, that, out of dude, five. We, out of five. Oh, rate it. Um, two and a half. Okay. I think I would. Yeah, I think I'm like two and a half, three. At the end, we should. Uh, we should do our own rankings. We really see, should. See we really should. Without
1: telling each other and see who has what, where.
0: Okay, that that's fine. Like, But let's do it as like star ratings because I think if you rank it in order, it's going to be almost in the order. I mean, up until this point, I guess it'll probably switch. But um, let's do both. Let's do both because I'm curious because like it is interesting. I actually I was rating them. I don't use Letterboxd anymore. I use something else. But um, I was rating them and I was like, I was giving them numbers. I was like, kind of surprised with, but I couldn't, I couldn't rate it lower than what it was. Like I was just like, three, turned so liberal, not four, but like, but none of these are a four. No, 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 no. But it was like two and a half, three, and I was like, I can't really go lower than that. They're not, yeah, they're not. I mean, they're bad, but they're not like until part seven. Part seven, something. Part seven, something. So. 2000s go by, Um, 2002, we get Hellraiser, Hellseeker, Clive, again, not part of the production, but somehow finds his way in to influence the movie this time, Um, especially during pre-production, he's able to get his hand on it, and this is the one that you were talking about, where he's able to get in at the end and be like, do this for the ending. And they do it, and then the Weinsteins are like, "Yeah, why don't we uh, reshoot that?" <laughs> and you're like, "God, God, God damn it!" Um, and I mentioned in the beginning in our in our my stupid fucking monologue thing, uh, we had a return of a character. We get Ashley Lawrence back in this one. Back. And you're hyped because she's in the very first scene. Oh, boy. You see her and you're like, oh, Kirsty's back, baby. Yes. Kirsty dies 20 seconds into this fucking movie. Go on immediately. Better than a doornail. <laughs> Go on immediately. In fact, the rest
1: of the movie is trying to find the corpse of Christy.
0: Kirstie. Which, by the way, I didn't even realize that until like halfway through the movie that like they couldn't find her body, which is a fucking insane. Because then there's not a murder investigation, right? Like. No one's fucking dead.
1: (laughs) Well, well, I mean, they think everything about it is suspicious based off what he... Because he says that he's like, I watched her drown in the car and the window was rolled up.
0: Which, by the way, everything we're going to talk about is meaningless. Because the end, at the end, the the big (laughs) surprise at the end of this is like, by the way, everything we just showed you for the last hour and a half... Who's a fucking lie. It's a dude. It's the most <laughs> buzz prank of all time. Fucking just not even, not even true. Like, okay. So you wasted our fucking time. Okay. Okay, cool. Thanks. So none of the facts you presented to us are even part of the fucking puzzle. It's just like the whole thing was just a fucking gag. Like, okay, cool. Thanks. Um, so Clive's out of it. Um, Ashley's back right you got Dean Winters who you who you talked about as um All as state guy yeah mayhem. the all-state guy mayhem is in this which he plays Trevor which by the way wouldn't it have been so much better if mayhem was like <laughs> we're going to fucking hell <laughs> like, like, hey what if I took your car to hell um and of course Doug Bradley I- back
1: that, I mean, it would have worked because it starts with a car crash. Dude, pl-
0: It's fucking. Plush. he is mayhem in this. He is fucking mayhem in this. It's fucking crazy. Um, and this movie came from a spec script, um, which if you don't know what a spec script is, it's somebody that just writes script uh, like without being asked to. They're just like, I'm going to write a Hellraiser movie and send it in and hope they do it. Fun fact, they'll do that for this and debtor. They're just like, we'll take whatever you fucking got. Except uh, this
1: wasn't even a Hell- this was just a spec script, but it wasn't even for a Hellraiser movie. It was just cor-
0: correct a again, movie.
1: And this one, they were like, "Hey, let's put Pinhead in this," right? Bro- right. Which
0: again, you can see from a fucking mile away because they just like cram them in. Uh, they bring in Rick Boda to direct this, who he will direct as Joe had mentioned the uh, next two sequels also. Um, and Hellraiser Inferno like actually did decent for a, a for a non theatrical release. Um, but this one struggled a lot. Uh Boda suggested that the script be rewritten when he came on board um because he really wanted Christy Cotton to come back to the series. Um ultimately she was like, No, but Doug Bradley talked her into it somehow. I, I don't know what he fucking said to her to get her to be in it, but hey, you'll only be in uh- it for ten minutes. <laughs>
1: She said that she needed a down payment on a new refrigerator. And <laughs> that was that was the sell.
0: <laughs> Doug's like, I'll get you a refrigerator, buddy." Uh okay, good, 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 good. Um, and again, uh, Boda uh tried to bring this well, I shouldn't say tried. He did bring uh a work print to Clive who gave him feedback for the third act. Um which the wine scenes were not thrilled with. Um Because they'd specifically asked him not to uh, show anything to Clive. (laughs) Uh, Which is probably why in 7, they tried to get somebody else to come in. Uh, But they didn't. So then they hired Rick Boda again. (laughs) I fucking hate the Weinsteins more than anything. And I know I hate them for other reasons. However, just in general, without all the horseshit, what a bunch of fucking morons like what a bunch of fucking idiot fat, stupid idiots like just dumb fucks um so anyway, there you go uh by the way, Bradley wrote the original uh third act in this. Doug Bradley helped write the third act, and Clive Barker was like, yeah, no, nah, that sucks and then, <laughs> and then wrote a better one uh, and helped helped Rick Boda write the 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 final one so. Um, all of Doug's, uh, Doug's endings were, were written out. So there you go. And we get a quote from Dante's Inferno to open it, which, uh, pissed me off. Man. <laughs> cause I was like, I, cause I was like, what, is that why we're calling this Inferno? Like, is there no other well, the, reason? Part, part five is Inferno.
1: This one's Hellseeker.
0: Oh, that's right. Oh yeah. So, sense. so, okay, good. That's good. That's even better. Okay. Well, very topical. Um, Well, we open up to this one. The quality appears to have gone from 1995 to 1997, but it's 2002. So that's good. At least we're moving in a forward progression. And Kirstie Cotton is back, as we mentioned. And as we mentioned, she dies 20 seconds into the fucking movie. She's in a car with her boyfriend, Mayhem. From all state, uh, and she fucking dies immediately. It's
1: it's her her husband. They're married.
0: They're married. That is not a joke. He he drives the car off a bridge, and she fucking drowns. Yes. Or does she? (laughs) (laughs) Bro, M. Night Shyamalan deserves so much more credit than we give to him.
1: I don't hate the plot of this movie. I got to be perfectly honest with you.
0: I, I I mean I'm not against it. I it, it's fine. It's just like very silly. It's just like, it's just like wait, what the fuck? What? I feel like there's just a better way to do it.
1: Well, for sure. I mean, I mean, Rick Boda's not the one, but on on paper, <laughs> this script is not not too bad.
0: Right. So Mayhem, <laughs> Trevor. We'll call him Trevor. Let's call him by his name. Trevor goes to the hospital where he he believes he's killed his wife by accident.
1: I mean, he was thrown from a bridge in a car into water. And Almost he's, drowned. you know, he, he's like brain damaged, right? Yeah. The, and th- then he wakes up in the hospital and there, he remembers nothing. He's like, where's my wife?
0: He also has like visions of people cutting open his own brain being like, do you like pleasure? Sticking, sticking like- pins into it. So, like, Pinhead's already involved for no reason whatsoever.
1: <laughs> well, they do tie it back t- together at the end because we find out he is he is involved in this correct, scene. Correct, correct. Um, yeah, that's true. Because, spoiler alert, fa- fa- fast forward, he's already in hell at this point. Really? But, but we don't know that as the viewer yet. And we're to believe this guy is severely brain damaged, almost died. <laughs> he is released immediately and goes right back to work.
0: Uh, right yeah. back to her and also the cops but the the thing that actually drove me the most crazy about this was the cops here and then the cops at the end with Kirsty because the cops here are like uh so you couldn't fucking save her and he's like the doors were locked I tried to let her out and they're like Well, guess what? The doors were unlocked. Like, as if that's an (laughs) argument. Hey, you should have fucking drowned trying to get her out of that fucking car. But then also, it turns out her body's not there. So why would they even be like, the doors were unlocked? What? Why is where? What does it fucking matter if she's not in the if there's no body?
1: I, well, Sean. I'll go one further. What does it all matter if we find out that this is just Pinhead playing characters again, just cosplaying as police officers,
0: just waiting to get caught again? The guy <laughs> fucking loves theatrics. It's un- loves cat real. and
1: mouse games. But it's me the whole time. I feel
0: like I feel like also it just like fits Doug Bradley so much better than than like because like Doug's such a thespian that like I feel like Pinhead really is Doug like. More than more than most actors playing this villain, like this is Doug being like Pinhead is Doug. Like if Doug was a killer, like Doug for sure would be like You know I'm gonna create a whole fucking scene
1: (laughs) for this. Hearing you say dude, hearing you say this now, uh and you brought you brought up Saw multiple times like watching Tobin Bell stand up from the floor when she's just like just fucking kill the guys if that's your end game, laying there like a corpse for that long is so stupid and that is what Pinhead
0: is doing. The- so 100%. I do think I do think Saw might have gotten something from these sh- shitty sequels. Dude, fucking James Wan sitting there watching doing doing a fucking basically a serial killer watching these being like I could do this fucking way better. And he's
1: right. He's, he's absolutely right.
0: It is better. It is better because at least fucking Tobin Bell is not like supernatural. Fucking Pinhead could fucking kill anyone at any moment, but instead it's like, <laughs> let me set a state
1: for... The demon from hell. <laughs> and
0: and I, I, I don't know whether it's this one or the next one, but I do have a note somewhere where I'm like Pinhead is like kind of becoming a... I don't want to say a hero, but he's like Again, very saw He's punishing people, right? Like, he's not even, like, these people are not good people that he's targeting. So, him doing this isn't even bad, really, right? Like, he's trying to, like, redeem, like, not redeem. He He's punishing people. He's like, yeah. you were a piece of shit, so now I'm going to make you fucking deal with all this shit.
1: Yeah, Yeah. So, it's you know not what, the pinhead it- of old. It might be the most realistic depiction of hell ever. Because imagine being stuck with that fucking guy for eternity. (laughs) Just like if Pinhead is Satan, or or just being stuck with any demon, just playing roles and making you deal with that shit day after day. I mean, that is
0: that is eternal suffering. Doing a fucking murder mystery dinner theater for (laughs) for the rest of your life. Yeah, that fucking sucks. (laughs) That fucking sucks ass.
1: (laughs) At the end of every day, is just Pinhead pulling off a mask, be like,
0: "It was me the whole time." It was me. Did you get it? Yeah, Pinhead. (laughs) I fucking did. Of course I did. It's the same fucking thing every night. (laughs) See you tomorrow. (laughs) I'm gonna rip you apart, and then you're gonna have to we have to redo this tomorrow. (laughs) Hope you don't guess me next time. He's just a fucking idiot. I fucking. I love the idea that Pinheads is just a fucking moron. It's just like.
1: Oh. It's such a like departure. The first two films, he's so mysterious and brooding and just <laughs> surrounded by smoke all the time. And now he's just a fucking stinker. <laughs> so Dirty funny. rascal.
0: That's like the. <laughs> dude, he is a, the definition of a rascal in <laughs> these. The end is always him being just like, "Did you guess it was me?" It's like, "Yeah, of course we did." The guy with the British accent, yeah, we figured it was you. You fucking idiot.
1: We need one where he just has the the Bobby Valentine mustache the whole Dude, time, it's, with, it's with the so pins so sticking up.
0: out. <laughs> Wait, is this the one with the guy with the long hair? That it's I think it's Doug Bradley plays him. I didn't even look it up. I forgot. There's a there's a there's a movie. Is it this one or the next one? Where there's like a British guy with long hair that's like, I hope you don't do that. And you're like, dude, that's fucking Pinhead, man. That's fucking Doug Bradley. And you're just like, (laughs) and it turns out to be true, it is. And you're just like, I fucking hate this. And it's fucking Bobby Valentine in the fucking dugout with a mustache. Like, I'm not the engineer. (laughs) Engineer, who's the engineer? Not me. Must be your mom (laughs) or that guy. Uh, that, that we don't care about. Uh, I fucking love it. But we learned that uh, Trevor is having tons of affairs at his office. Um, but also, the cops that are investigating are like, hey, there were not even tire marks where the crash happened. Um, so you're like, oh, maybe he killed her on purpose. Which, by the way, yeah. is noted that he does want to do that. He wants to kill her. Like... <laughs> a lot like like he's told multiple people he would love to kill her Um, but suddenly he's like well it wasn't me I would never do that and he means it which makes no sense Yes, Um, he he barfs up water he also barfs up a tentacle uh, which didn't quite understand but (laughs) happens again at the end for some reason I don't know if I like this movie anymore I do. I I like this a lot. And like halfway through this movie, we haven't even seen a fucking lament configuration at this point. Um, And uh, oh, this is the movie where Doug Bradley's doing his fucking Rob Zombie Loomis bit where he's got the fucking wig on as the fucking vagrant. A thousand years old, trying to look young. And this guy's the guy that's like, hey, you need a lament configuration and uh trevor's like absolutely because the lament configuration will get rid of his wife and allow him to keep fucking everyone in his life um who as those people show up after his wife dies you think he'd be like pretty pumped about it but every time he's like listen man i can't fuck right now my fucking wife just died but they're like that's weird cuz we've been having se- sex this entire time <laughs> um but again Like the last one, there are some really cool moments. Um, I really love Trevor with the home videotape at home seeing him fucking his neighbor, but it's like live. So like he'll like pass his hand in front of the camera lens and he'll see it on screen, but also he's watching himself fuck his neighbor on screen too. It's it's a really cool element, and I I see where they were like stealing shit from the ring and pulse. Um, does it make sense in the Hellraiser movie? Not really, but I don't no, know. It's kind of cool.
1: I like, like I said, I, I like what they were going for here. Yeah, there's a lot of cool
0: elements. It, it, there's a lot of cool stuff, and like even in that moment, you see the Cenobites suffocating uh, his neighbor, and you're like, oh, that's that was a that was a cool scene. Um, Although he does go to see her and she's alive, so again it's just like I mean, dreams versus reality, and none of it matters because at the end, how fucking pinhead's just like,
1: <laughs> was it real? I mean, uh, was it fake? <laughs> Dean Winters, the, the Allstate guy, he's honestly really good in this. He's role. great. He's, a- he's one of the better actors. I mean, he's way better than the lead of the last film. That's for fucking sure.
0: Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. Um, He's really good. And so is his... Well, I don't know. Yeah, I guess his friend is pretty good. But his friend just has, like, the shittiest lines of all time. He's got this friend that he works with who's just constantly, like, must be nice coming in whenever you feel... like." That, that's all of his lines are. Because Dean Winters is going through some shit. And by the way, his wife just died. And he comes to work the same day and is. His coworkers like, "Hey, what is it? Uh, were you all on your fucking schedule?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, man. I don't know. I'm having a really fucking rough go of things." And he's like, "All right, pal." <laughs> You're like, Who the fuck guy is this guy?" He had a traumatic
1: brain injury, head injury, and he's asleep in his cubicle. If I saw my coworker do that after a car accident, I'd be like, we, we got to get you help. We got to go to the hospital.
0: He's just like, oh, nice of you to take a nap at uh, work time. I wish I could fucking take a nap at work. Hey, buddy, I, I don't think this is, this is where we're at with this, but that's okay. Um, finally, though, the lament configuration does come into play, uh, and it does open itself um, while, while Trevor is getting acupuncture because pins um and pinhead stabs him through the neck which again it's all a dream so it doesn't fucking matter well
1: it is but it's not as we find out at the end he's well these things are happening he's in hell
0: right but it's also a dream within hell like you're in hell but it's your dream in hell yeah yeah,
1: essentially.
0: It, I, hate I mean, it. You know, I hate, it. that's <laughs> the only part I hate about all. Of it. Again, it's fucking pinhead's bullshit. Fucking pinhead is Willy Wonka. Pinhead is Willy fucking Wonka, and it's weird because I made a, a a thing about him being Willy Wonka in like the last episode or maybe the first one. I made a reference to Willy Wonka, and it's like that is what Pinhead is. It's just like this weird fucking world that Pinhead's now created, where he's just like. It's all my imagination, but Pinhead's imagination sucks. It's not very <laughs> the
1: unique. The Cenobites are the Oompa Loompas.
0: I like it. Dude, Absolutely. fucking uh, Except the Oompa Loompas are scarier than most of the Cenobites at this point. The, the I would ce- agree with that. The Cenobites at this point are not great. Um, but Pinhead shows up. He's got less cool lines, but he still has one or two each movie. Do you prefer pain or pleasure? Personally, I prefer pain. Pain. pain um and this is actually the moment it's like 40 minutes in and that's when i realized Kirsty's not dead or well they're like Kirsty's body's not here which would mean that this guy is in the clear he didn't kill anyone
1: yeah it makes the cops double down though be like you fucking piece of shit i know it was you
0: i know you <laughs> fucking killed her what dude he just fucking got into a fucking car what, what Did he crash himself
1: what 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 are you saying?
0: <laughs> Trevor Bible.
1: I think there's multiple times. Trevor's like, well, do you have a murder weapon? Or like, is there yeah. anything to indicate that there was a, been a murder? And they're
0: like, I just know it was you. We're watching you, buddy. And then one of the cops is like, Hey, Trevor, actually, I believe you. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, don't worry, Trevor. I got your back. And then that guy, same guy arrests him. And he's like, don't worry. I still got your back. <laughs> the fuck is going on. Um, some great scenes, though, with the Cenobites, like, fucking up Trevor. There's one scene where, like, they take his neighbor and put this, like, screw thing in her fucking mouth, and it was... Yeah. That scene was fucking crazy. Um, I Um Seven has way less, and that's crazy because there's not a lot in this one, but, like, Seven is literally the final kill, I'm pretty sure. I don't think there's anything else in Seven that, like... Stands out no, at least.
1: seven. You you get you watch the death on the videotape that the reporter's watching, and yeah. when she goes to Bucharest the first time, you see the person like hung on the toilet. You know they're they were strung up taking a shit, but they're also still alive.
0: <laughs> and and, <laughs> so. and you heard correct. Uh so Part seven takes place in fucking Romania. Because okay, sure. Why why the fuck not? <laughs> I guess my hell would be Romania also. Sorry to our Romanian <laughs> listeners, but not the place for me. Not the place for me. Hey, um so Trevor's dealing with Cenobite Visions, uh his neighbor coming over and fucking him, but she's dead, but actually not cuz then he goes to her house and she's alive. With a fucking husband now who's like, Hey, pal, leave my fucking lady alone. (laughs) She's she's constantly, like, every fucking time he goes home, she, like, knocks on the door two seconds later and is like, I'm here to fuck you.
1: (laughs) Dude, yes. There's no indication that she's ever with anybody else. Because if you're talking to her, you're talking to me. (laughs)
0: Um, And this movie really is focused on... Trevor's descent into madness it's really not anything else and it's very clear that this is just a long drawn out version of his hell especially given yeah. that we watched this all already play out in five and so now we're like clearly this guy's in hell like this is none of this fucking adds up Um, yes. and then Pinhead shows up and <laughs> reveals through flashbacks that Trevor was just the bait of because he needed Kirsty. Pinhead was like, "Oh, you're with Kirsty. I'm going to get Kirsty and I'm going to get it through you." But then fucking even more insane <laughs> is the fact that somehow somehow Trevor opened up the Lament configuration in front of Kirsty who was like who already knows the power of this fucking box and is like, "Trevor, do you really want to open this? And Trevor's like, "Yes." And then she's like, "Fine, then, so be it." Like, what are you saying? What are you saying? That's the craziest thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. Just fucking destroy it, um, she, dude. Her exact words are, "You want the box, Trevor? Here you go." What? Hey, Kirsty. Yeah, uh, yeah, I wish fucking take fucking it had
1: it and had killed you. Fucking leave, dude. This. It's so unbelievable to give it to him and just be like, just do it then. Just do it. You're honest, just fucking okay. take
0: care of it yourself. Clean up your own mess. Hey, Kirstie, you know this motherfucker is going to fucking want to eat you. So what are you doing? Anyway, so he does get Kirsty, of course, because he can. And then Kirsty's like, listen, after a monologue of El- Pinhead being like, "Kirsty, I cannot wait to fucking kill you. It's been <laughs> decades. I finally I get to fucking murder you. And Kirsty's like, listen, what if I bring you five souls? <laughs> that's
1: the funniest fucking thing.
0: Nobody that's escaped, nobody has any connections to the Pinhead, just five souls. Just five souls, and they're all fucking uh, Trevor's fucking hoes on the side. Yeah, his, his mistresses. <laughs> his mistresses and Trevor, who, by the way, when Trevor hears all this, is like, I'm the fifth soul. Yeah, of course you are, Trevor. What are you saying? Of course you're the fifth soul. You cheated on your fucking wife. Who gave you the lament configuration? Of course you're the... F- I'd be like, mm, fucking got me. All right. Dude, that bargain is
1: the best bargain. There's soul. no bargain that will that will top this. No. Whatsoever.
0: No. What if the, I give you five? Well, <laughs> five for one? Five for one? Well, and, Pit, dude, and, Pit, <laughs> and we get to watch Pinhead be like okay, but five, it's gotta be five. And she's like, <laughs> done. And he's like, okay, fair. Let's get you another time. <laughs> you drive a hard
1: bargain, miss.
0: <laughs> five souls, five souls. Uh, and that's what she does. That's that's why his, that's his so mistresses have been dying. Um, and uh, also, we see a glimpse of what actually happened. Which is um, (laughs) Trevor and Kirsty are driving in the car. We go back to the original plot of this. Um, And Kirsty is pissed. Obviously, she's killed the mistresses. She kills Trevor. She shoots Trevor in the face while he's driving. That's when the car plunges over. Trevor dies. Little switcheroo here. Trevor is the one that dies in the car crash. Kirsty survives, which I guess is why there's no body in the car. Um, but also hilariously the cops who have been like Why didn't you save your fucking wife who's not also not in the car? Uh Kirsty they find the body with a fucking bullet wound in the face and they're like, Clearly a suicide miss. Let's get you to safety. Let's get you the fuck out of here. No need to investigate this further. This clearly this man shot himself in the face while driving a car and drove off a bridge. Also,
1: hilarious to point out that they, they're punishing Trevor because he because of his infidelity. He sleeps around Correct. with his wife. Kersey is killing people. <laughs> Kersey is murdering people. More than one person, including her husband. Which it seems kind of uh It's a little like it backwards. A little backwards. Yeah. It's not
0: it's, I also love the end where they're like we found this crazy cube in the car and she's like oh yeah that was my anniversary gift and the cops like listen should be evidence but here you go let me just take it out of the bag (laughs) happy anniversary honey (laughs) I hope you remember this day for years to come (laughs) your husband is fucking dead. He killed himself on a fucking bridge. Here's here's the anniversary gift he was gonna give you. Um and that's the end of that movie. Yeah. Kirsty's it, done. It, no more Kirsty. <laughs> this is the last we'll see of Kirsty Cotton. What a fucking way to go out. <laughs> she just turned into a giant murderous piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well God bless him. Well, we're gonna wait three years and then we're gonna get Hellraiser, Deader, Deader. Now, we mentioned a cult concept two movies ago or a movie ago. Uh, They kind of do that. They kind of don't. Do you understand the plot of this fucking movie or no? Like, okay, you could tell me the plot. I know you could tell me the plot. I know you could tell me the plot. But does the plot fucking make any sense whatsoever, or am I fucking insane?
1: Okay, so there's the cult called the Debtors, right? And and she gets sent to investigate them because they can kill somebody and bring them back to life. And her boss, you know, got evidence of that, so she's there to investigate it. Uh, one of the members of the cult is the is a descendant of Lamarckin. The,
0: but you only find that out did. at the end, right? You only find that out at the end. Okay. Yes. Okay.
1: But that's what, like what ties it together. But also at the end. Sorry, sorry for jumping. No, no, no. To the end here. This movie
0: doesn't deserve like a it does linear not. storytelling. It,
1: it, it, it does not whatsoever. Uh, it's, <laughs> but yeah, we find that out at the very end because the rest of the movie is just her investigating the cult, which by the way is a pretty cool concept if done correctly. Correct. You see a cult that does something incredibly supernatural, and you spend the rest of the time tracking them down, and trying to figure out what's happening. I like that, uh, but then at the end, Pinhead shows up because the. the the lament configuration gets thrown. He shows up and he's just like, hey, you, you're the descendant of the guy who made this and uh, I'm going to kill you. And that's what he does. And uh, that's it. Which
0: is not the story of the fucking toy maker. The, the Like the concept of the toy maker has always been like, it's not like he, they need to kill the toy maker. The, the concept was always been like the toy maker can close the gate. Yes. This motherfucker's not trying to close the gate. No, the toy
1: that—that—that that, that was what they set up in part four. Right. That's why, like, three hundred years in the future, <laughs> right? They're still beefing because he—he he has the anti-limit c- configuration. Correct. So, like, what the LCM or whatever? Yes. Uh,
0: Alicia. Yeah. It's—it's—it's yeah.
1: it's, it's the yin to the yang. He can close it. It's the opposite of it. That's this the one, only this thing one,
0: they're concerned with. Yes. Yes. It's not like we have stop- to kill all the toy makers. <laughs>
1: No, because this no, guy they, ain't doing this, shit.
0: This guy's just this guy people. like <laughs> this guy like would work for Pinhead. Pinhead oh, hundred percent. Yeah, actually, I think even guy, Pinhead even is like this guy's like opening the gates for us. Yeah, which makes no sense why Pinhead at the end is like you know I've been waiting for this moment my whole life, dude. It makes no sense <laughs> because she throws the fucking cube, and that's the first time we get to see Pinhead with like fucking twenty minutes left. She throws the cube, and Pinhead shows up and is like. Can't wait to kill you. He kills the toy maker and then is like, no, For nothing changes. Nobody touches the cube. The cube just like closes on itself. And he's like, no, oh, wait, I'm sorry. The fucking reporter kills herself as if that fucking matters. What what does that fucking matter? (laughs) What is that? She kills himself and he's like, oh, shoot. And then they go away. And that's the end of fucking the movie.
1: It doesn't matter. It it, 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 it makes no sense because Pinhead's like, well, you opened the box, so now you owe yourself to me for eternity. And also, your dad's waiting for you in hell. And then she kills himself, and Pinhead's like, foiled. I've been foiled again, which I don't understand what any of that had <laughs> to do with anything.
0: Makes no fucking sense whatsoever. This movie was supposed to be filmed in um London, but was filmed in Romania, which turned out to make things quite... Well, it was filmed in Romania because Hell World was going to be filmed in Romania. So they were like, let's save some money and film it all in Romania. Turns out it <laughs> ended up costing them a shitload of money because, like, no one knew how to speak Romanian. And there was just a ton of Romanian workers and actors <laughs> on set. So everyone was just like, oh, this is fucking insane. Um, You mentioned it's about a reporter who fills in the role as a cop or a scorned lover trying to solve a crime she's also trying to solve an issue here um i don't even quite understand why she's doing this shit she's like always in flop houses though like just like and she's got like a recorder and just like dude she leaves a flop house where you hear no one say anything because they're all just drug addicts like fucking falling asleep or dying and she walks out with her fucking tape recorder and shakes and is like, I've got everything I need right here. What? <laughs> <laughs> what you talking to fucking addicts? What, 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 can you imagine what's on that tape? Just people being like, uh, you have any fucking money? Like, what, what is on that tape that she thinks is going to change her fucking life? But, uh, you know. Whoa. That's the first time we see her, right? Yeah, it's literally the first time you see her. She's in a flop house, and she walks out, and somebody's like, "You need anything?" Like talking about drugs. She's like, "I got everything right here," and shakes a tape recorder. Like, it, I, you'd expect her to be like, "I just caught a politician in the flop house or something." No, no, she's. I mean, that would make sense. I just caught a heroin <laughs> addict in a fucking flop house.
1: Wow, I don't know. What I don't know what story. that was. I don't know what that was setting up whatsoever. Because you could have, you literally could just have someone been like, "Hey, you're a reporter, right?" And her be like, "Yeah,"
0: it would have served the same purpose, same fucking purpose. And and we get to watch her for the first like 15 minutes, just being like the cool reporter with the leather jacket, being like, "I show up late to work," and her bosses be like, "Oh, you fucking Amy, but you write so good." And like that's like the entire premise of the first 15 minutes, and then that none of that matters whatsoever. At all. Um, She ends up finding the lament configuration from the girl that's hung from the toilet that you mentioned about. Um, And the one thing I do love is she does open up the fucking puzzle, sort of. Um, Also, one of the concepts for these movies, which I really dug, was um, somebody gets a hook in them from Pinhead and it, like, breaks off in them. And that's why they have visions, like dreams. And I was like, oh... If that were the fucking case in any of these, I, I'm so down with that. Like, I, I I fucking dig that. But that the Weinsteins didn't like it, so they fucking cut it out. <laughs> of course. Of course. The one sensical thing in these fucking films. They're like, hey, let's get rid of that. <laughs> we, we, don't, we don't need a fucking story here. Um, but she does. She ends up um, getting a hold of Pinhead at, with, through Dreams. I, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> but Pinhead comes back with a fucking quote finally, and although I wrote it down, and then I'm I'm expecting somebody to be like, yeah, that's actually a quote from like one of the other movies because it sounds very familiar. But he says, "Don't think for a moment you aren't in danger." And I fucking I was like, oh yeah, Pinhead's fucking back, but he's not. Don't worry, he's 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 not. No,
1: I in all, of, I know we're ripping on Pinhead a lot because. They made the character a buffoon, but when he delivers lines, he has some in all three of these movies that are.
0: He still awesome. has. He still has a few lines in each of these where you're like, "Oh yeah, fucking pinhead man." I, I do love the fucking character so much. I I I really like him a lot, and I, I we got a lot of messages on our IG. Reagan had sent to me. Um, people being like oh if you think these are bad wait till like five through seven and things like that they're not good but like i, I honestly don't mind pinhead i love pinhead honestly in all of them i i still love him he's a fucking he's a buffoon in context because it's just like he's constantly fucking negotiating it apart like this he's a buffoon for but, sure but, but isn't that the tale you- of hell like, isn't that always like the story of hell? Is like the devil being like, hmm, a, fid- a fiddle match, you say? <laughs> Okay, let's do it. Let's have a fucking fiddle fight Dude, and, like, I, I, the,
1: lose it. The dance, you're right, you're right. Because there's that dance with the devil uh, right. uh, scenario where somebody's been dancing all night and they look down and they see, you know, hooves of a of a goat yeah. and, and
0: ch- dancing with the devil. Dude, and the devil gets outdanced. Like, <laughs> he has all the power in the world, but he's like, you can only come to hell if you outdance me. And the guy outdances him and he's like, <laughs> Why did I f- dance this dancer? Like what? 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 Why, what? I why, Yes. Why did you do that? Fuck it. The devil deserves to be fired, and so does Pinhead. But like, it's that's always the concept of hell. It's just like this fucking buffoon that runs it. That just like is like, hmm. I'm gonna take you to hell, but but first we must. I'm play gonna give you an opportunity to <laughs> not go to hell first. <laughs> So like it, it's it's following a stereotype, but like it's just like it doesn't fit Pinhead. Pinhead was just like so much more than that. It's because to me he was always like I don't know. I would have loved to have seen Pinhead working with like a Satan figure where Pinhead was more of the the smart muscle and like the devil's yes. a fucking idiot that's like Well, I well let's give her a fucking go- shot. <laughs>
1: Dude, I thought that's where we were going to go when they brought in Leviathan.
0: Right? Yes, because Leviathan or Angelique, MCD. even. Yeah. yeah. Who, who ran things differently. Yeah. But they, no. Yeah. No. If
1: only they just fucking let Clive on the set for any of these. We could have had like a great universe here.
0: Yeah, because a lot of the ideas that, that you'll read about that he pitched were, were sensical they were they were good i also love that this episode is going to be under the last two and we did three fucking movies three movies and i knew this was going to happen because i knew these movies were going to have way less to talk about yeah but whatever um so we have this reporter um investigating romania for, for whatever reason and Pinhead is now involved. And again, Pinhead just like kind of shows up whenever the fuck he wants. And like but it's not always him. He just like shows up in their dreams. And, yeah. But he's he, not like,
1: silhouettes yet. of him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking <laughs> weird. Um but it's it's fine. It's fine. Um and he wants her to be a debtor or or he doesn't. I, I'm not quite sure but He talks her into, like, working with the debtor cult, uh, which she does. She commits to being a debtor, which involves her killing herself, which I thought she already died, but I I don't think she did. Um, Because she's going to stab herself for the debtors. Debtors? I don't know. Uh, But the old switcheroo, she doesn't stab herself. She throws the lament configuration, which, of course... Solves itself as soon as it hits the floor, opens a portal to hell. Um, and uh, Pinhead chains up our toy maker here, does the Jesus Wept kill again to this guy. And you're like, okay, it's done. And then, like you said, is like, it, it, he's like, the only way you can get out, Amy, is through me. And Amy's like, okay, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> Which was unexpected. Uh, I was not expecting that. She kills herself. But then, <laughs> for whatever reason, this sends Pinhead back to hell, which she's not thrilled about. Which also, <laughs> you're from fucking hell. Like, you should be like, uh Like, it's, it's just like the equivalent of somebody being like, you have to stay in your house. You'd be like, oh, oh, well, that sucks, I guess. I wanted to go out tonight. Every but... time
1: you see Penelope, he's like, I love the misery. I relish in I the pain. I
0: fucking love hell so much. And then at the end, every episode is like, every movie is Screaming. like, hey, you have to go to hell. And he's like, God damn it. <laughs> All right, buddy. Take it easy. And again, the idea of a cult bringing him to Earth to like fuck up Earth is our best bet in any of these. And I don't know how... <laughs> No one saw that as being our best option or like at least constructing it in a way that we would for a second believe it was happening.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And I, dude, I like that they had, like I said, I like that they have the reporter investigating a cult. And we also find out through her dreams that her dad, because Pinhead mentions her dad, her dad physically and sexually abused her and she fucking killed him. She murdered yes. her dad as a child
0: which is not really a reason like I think pinhead would like target or her, her feel like
1: no this is like, the most justifiable
0: one of <laughs> yeah. all the people pinhead's like how dare you <laughs> you fucking <laughs> you have sinned <laughs> you can't believe you killed that man uh yeah it's very fucking odd um so he shreds her she kills herself and uh, uh, uh the box closes in on its own pinhead screams no and uh At the end, we see the boss, her boss, who we've seen a few times, uh, watching the news of the building collapse. And his assistant be like, do you think Amy's dead? And he's like, "Mm, I don't fucking know. And the assistant's like, well, I hope not. And the guy's like, yeah, me too. And that's the end of the fucking movie. (laughs) And she's, in fact, very dead. She's very fucking dead. Um, are, are you are are you reading Paul's fucking messages being shocked that uh FanDuel's boosts are not accurate? <laughs> Every fucking week I have to deal with this fucking guy. I love you, Paul. You're great. I'm glad you're a dad. But Jesus Christ. Paul, stop taking the fucking FanDuel boosts. Of course they're fucking. Also, fun fact. FanDuel said Joe Burrow would throw 800 yards and I bet I. <laughs> yeah, of course, Paul. Of course I believe that, you fucking <laughs> mutt. Also, he, he's betting $1. <laughs> that's,
1: that's what he's complaining about.
0: <laughs> Joe Burrow always throws for a lot of yardage. Bunch of BS. Paul, it's the fucking playoffs. Fucking, he's playing good teams, all right? like Jesus Christ. By the way, FanDuel had him at 225 yards, and he got 209. He's, like, right there. So, it's... <laughs> It's not like FanDuel put up 500 yards and he get through for 200. He was right at the target. He was right fucking there. Which you could argue is more corrupt, but you can't be like, he always throws for a ton of yards. He did. <laughs> Threw for 209 yards. <sighs> 15 yards away. All right. Well, that is deader. Uh, that is deader um are you talking shit to paul right now or no uh no no i was trying to find because oh. i wanted to
1: bring up uh i i brought him up to you a couple months ago uh jack parsons and i couldn't remember what the name of the thing that he uh he invented but it was it was aerojet and he helped he helped with the space uh, you know the the advancement in like the space race and, 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 and like nasa sure and, and stuff like that um But he also hung out with L. Ron Hubbard of Scientology and uh, Alistair Crowley, the occultist. And this is the guy. The only reason I was looking him up now is because I remembered talking to you about him. And uh, it reminded me of, of Hellraiser because he... Claimed that he opened up a portal. <laughs> he was trying to summon a demon from hell, and he was using you know, like scientific advancements and stuff to open a portal. And he claimed that he succeeded. And he was like, "I've made a terrible, terrible mistake, and I like don't want to do this anymore. And I'm scared."
0: Oh, that's life. right. And then he died in a fucking explosion. That's right. That's right. Also, his first name was Marvel, which Marvel Marvel, Marvel had to fucking have stolen that right. Like they were like, Mar- "This dude's Mar- a super Marvel."
1: Yeah, Marvel White Side. I mean, I don't think he was. He, he would have been a villain for sure.
0: But. Well, regardless, they were like, "Hey, this looking guy's a little nutty." <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yeah, but that guy. I mean, that guy's life is essentially a Hellraiser movie. Like yeah. he was inventing a lament configuration, and it finally worked, and he was like, "Oh God, I I did it!" And he's like, "Oh my God!" And then
0: Hellraiser comes, did and it and then comes out, and you're like, "Oh." <laughs> Yeah, no, I did it. I fucking did it. I fucked up. I fucked up bad. Can you imagine that? Like, really, if you think about the idea of Pinhead, it's, like, such a great idea because it is, like, fucking terrifying. Like... You like do something and then like you actually open up a gate to hell and Pinhead walks out and you're like, Well, this is literally the worst case scenario.
1: <laughs> I, I, I have made a terrible mistake.
0: <laughs> like I was expecting a demon I might be able to fight or a demon that just wants to like fist fight, maybe bites me. Uh this, listen to just this guy, just wants guy fucking to torture talk me for
1: twenty talk for twenty hours. <laughs> but
0: good news, guys, good news, you can fucking uh Negotiate with you can fucking bargain (laughs) with them,
1: yeah. If you ever, uh, you know, if we have some smart listeners, if you're experimenting with science and you accidentally open a portal,
0: just offer five souls, uh, dude. Take your skill, whatever your best skill is, just be like, Hey, will you challenge me in a game of X, Y, and Z?
1: offer five something and if you don't like it just keep listing numbers until finally they're like okay you know what i'll take i'll take 12. just
0: offer other souls just lure other people to their death and you'll be fine
1: yeah easy it's
0: fucking, insane. It's fucking insane fucking insane devil is a fucking idiot and you know what that makes perfect sense that honestly adds up i'm <laughs> fine with it i'm fine with it <laughs> <laughs> fucking insane um, so that's it, guys. Thank you all so much. And uh, next week, well, no show next week. We have our live show on Saturday, the 21st. Uh, we are doing Hell World, the last Doug Bradley movie in the franchise. Is that correct? Yes.
1: Yeah. Then we get some schmuck for the next two.
0: Yeah. Then we got Revelations and Judgment, which I actually saw Judgment. I I, I And it involves, wait wait if i remember it properly which i do uh 90 sure hellraiser judgment is all about fucking pinhead buying real estate um and using <laughs> that real that estate true? to his advantage dude i swear to fucking god <laughs> i swear to fucking god he's like sold dude the whole promise and i'm like 90 percent sure he's like buying homes and like those are the gateways to hell and people are buying them and he's like whoopsie dude. <laughs> Which, knowing what we know about Pinhead now is, like, the funniest fucking thing. Like, Pinhead gets, like, fucking into a multi-level marketing scheme. (laughs) Dude, how heavy into NFTs is Pinhead? Very. Dude, very. Dude, Pinhead is all in on the NFT trade. (laughs) He's probably still sitting on him being like, it's fine. They're going to bounce back. I have 8,000 of these fucking apes. Uh... Ape faces. They're gonna fucking pay out soon. Fucking Christy Cotton got away again by being like, I'll trade you. I know you want to kill I get me. You,
1: what if I get you five apes? <laughs> what if I get
0: you five ape NFTs? <laughs> He's like, hmm... All right, fine.
1: I can't wait for Hell World. Dude, using the internet, man. Dude,
0: and I read the premise finally. Like, I hadn't read it, which, by the way, we're the worst at what we do. Um, <laughs> because we knew we wanted to do the internet one. Never at any point did I even look up which one was the internet one. I just guessed based on the fucking name. Which is alarming. That's, that's nuts. That's fucking crazy, especially because the names are insane of these movies. But we get—I guess—right, thankfully. Uh, and we it, get Henry, we get Superman himself. It's it's the new nightmare. It's the new nightmare formula. It's real world. Hellraiser is a movie um, that has a video game, an MMORPG. MMORPG, yeah of Pinhead and that's where Pinhead lives. The real Pinhead. And Pinhead's real. But he's also a movie wait. and a video game. And I can't fucking wait That's Hen- Henry Cavill, dude. It's got to be the worst fucking thing. That's got to be the worst fucking thing I've ever heard in my life.
1: It's not worse than Real Estate Pinhead,
0: dude. Dude, Real Estate Pinhead, I can't wait for you to watch it because it's honestly exhausting. I dude, I dude, <laughs> of I Of course it is. I watched it fucking real time with no distractions and I was like I because I, I hadn't seen any of these, right? Like, I, so I actually yeah, thought. Why it was did you a watch reboot. that one?
1: Huh? Why, why did you, did you say why you watched it?
0: No, I just like it was like hyped up because it was like Pinhead's back because it had been a while.
1: Oh, you watched it when it came out? Yes. Oh, okay. all right.
0: And, and I thought it was a reboot. Honestly, you can't really tell if it is or not. I still I had to look it up today whether the next two are reboots or not. They're not, but um. Yeah, no, it was exhausting. It was fucking terrible. It was <laughs> the most tired I've ever been during a movie. Um, so that's good. I also, we got a lot of feedback about you, <laughs> you, you showing bloodline to people <laughs> on your way. At, 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 like, like I don't know. Did you reveal whether those were hookups or not? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sort of. Oh,
1: no, no. Oh, um, not bloodline. Um, the second
0: one. The second one. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, oh yeah. My favorite, my favorite thing was ah, fuck. I forget who told me. I, I think it might have been Bryn. I don't know, but somebody compared it to, um, oh the Jeffrey Dahmer, the Jeffrey Dahmer clip that everyone was oh, showed- where it's like All right, I'm going to show you a fucking video. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't you want to watch just, a? Well, don't you want to watch just a stand,
1: movie? I stand next to the TV the entire. Yeah. Time.
0: <laughs> you want to watch something cool? <laughs> just fucking hell raise it, too. <laughs> it's totally cool. I, totally, it worked. The
1: <laughs> Fucking deal with it.
0: <laughs> um. So anyway, so next week uh we have the live show. Please join us. I, I'm excited and new platform. No more Crowdcast. uh I'm excited. We're gonna have it's it's back to the old days, but sort of, sort of not. It's not on YouTube. It's gonna be a separate link um, to our Streamyard. And, uh, but we'll be able to throw up your comments on the screen again, like we used to be able to, Uh, I'm super pumped, you guys can just like, join in no more like, I mean, I don't think yeah, no more linking, like you just like kind of request to be in the green room, which please don't because it fucking infuriates me when you're all sitting in there. Um, But we will invite you on, we will invite you on at the end. Um, It'll be fun. It'll be fun. I'm super excited to go back to that. And we haven't done it in a while. So. We haven't gotten to test it out, so hopefully it works. Um, that's a good selling point. Um, and then hopefully, hopefully by the live show this Saturday, we'll have some news to give you guys. Um, kind of with the show, right? Like uh, where we're headed, what's going on. Um, it's been a while. I know we've been like kind of talking about it briefly, very subtly. Uh, but hopefully we'll have some new information kind of where the show's going um over the next few years and stuff so um and merch and all that stuff so um anyway that is that uh hellraiser hell world i'm very excited i'm so excited for that um and that's it uh facebook.com i hate horror i hate horror.com instagram at i hate horror <laughs> joe where can they find you
1: instagram boognish 1985
0: Okay. Thank you, Joe, as always. Um, thank you all for listening and everyone that donates and supports us. Appreciate it. Um, and that is that for this week. So for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. And oh, and make sure you listen to ADAT on uh, Patreon and we'll release the second episode the second part of what was montag montag so if you've been waiting for that sorry about that but you'll get it this week or uh next week rather so there you go. enjoy that and uh thank you all so much thank you i'm gonna watch what i'm not supposed to watch <laughs> fucking zombie getting sliced and diced. The <laughs> monster.